Hello everybody, it's I, your friendly neighborhood INFP, and today we're going to be talking something a little bit dark. Maybe a little bit disturbing. Some of you may like it, some of you may not like it, or you might find it interesting nonetheless, but we're going to talk about each MBTI type as kidnappers, starting off with the ESFJ. This one honestly believes that they have your goodwill at heart. They've grown so close to you that they feel like they're responsible for each and every single one of your actions. Therefore, this type will likely keep kidnap you to keep you safe because after all, to them, it's for your own good and nobody knows you better than an ESFJ does. Next type we're going to be talking about is the ISFJ. Likely a lonely person, person who has decided to become a parent at one point but never could. And as such, you'll often hear them say a phrase such as, they're such good little children, aren't they? I would love to have good little children like them as the parents of the children might laugh it off and uh, kind of go on their way to the ISFJ, they mean that quite literally. And one night, those kids are gone. For the ISFJ, they believe they can give those kids a better life. For they are the better parent in their minds, despite never being a parent. Next up, we have the INFP. This one's... A little bit dark. Well, I mean, the other two haven't been all that bright either, but the INFP is the overly attached one. Maybe it's the overly attached boyfriend, maybe it's the overly attached girlfriend. Or for those of you who know anime and uh, know the type, uh, they could even be a yandere. They grew attached to you a little too fast. Too soon, too personal. And they've developed the protective and twisted mentality of, if they can't have you, no one can. As such, they have a bunch of pointy things lying around uh, to threaten to keep you around because after all, their love is the only love that should matter. ENFP! This one's a little bit out there, but this is true truthfully probably one of the absent-minded ones for this one started with an idea that led to another idea which then led to another idea and obviously knowing that they can't get their friends to oh say tag along with said idea they may have drugged said friends and the next thing those friends know is that they're waking up in a boat in the middle of the Bermuda Triangle which then shortly crashes thereafter and they have to wait for rescue or maybe something else happens to them who knows but uh how the enfp got the friends there without the friends waking up or being cognizant of the factor one can never tell but there they go anyways the intp this one also started with a thought the said thought being, I wonder what would happen if I... To them, doing something would be more of an experiment. They want to see what the psyche of said victim would look like. They would want to see how they would act. They would want to, you know, push a few buttons here and there. And as such, they would kidnap somebody close or somebody far 
and essentially put those tests to use to see what the results are. Now, of course, they wouldn't keep them around for the INF, INTP in this case would find it far too bothersome to keep looking after them. So as soon as the experiment is done, they are free to leave. But uh, oops, the INTP forgot them how in which way to get out. Next, we have the ENTP. They got bored. It's never a good sign when an ENTP gets bored. It's actually very dangerous when an ENTP gets bored and has a bit of a twisted personality. Especially if the ENTP decides to they want to watch some real-life drama in a certain a battle royale setting. The victims would never have known what hit them or how and would only find themselves abandoned in an abandoned area. Maybe an abandoned house, maybe an abandoned field, maybe a military complex, one can never tell. And the NTP on the other side would give them the rules of the game. If you win, you can leave. But if you lose, well, what's a few more dead bodies? ENTJ. Likely runs some kind of criminal syndicate. Actually, most likely does run some kind of criminal syndicate. Uh, this disguised as a kind of business on the outside while they do the more shady stuff behind the shadows, uh, they are going to kidnap those of you who are closest to you, the ones you love, the ones you care about. To them, they are kidnapping them to prove a point. A point stating that they know where you live, they know where your loved ones live, they know where all the things you care about are, so unless you give them your utmost fealty, well, oops, there goes the people you love. Moving on, we have the INTJ. Never one to do the kidnapping themselves, I mean, why bother? They've got better things to do, but they will plan a kidnapping to happen, hire someone to do the kidnapping for them. Uh, power, money, and basically, just pretty much, in this case, power and money is their motive. And why should they get their hands dirty? After all, when they're trying to achieve what they're trying to achieve, they have other people they can delegate those tasks to. As such, their web is far and wide, and the ones they kidnap will, will be people of high social status, of high wealth, of high power. Or, you know, at least their family members to get them to pay a ransom or two. Of course, this would be done via minions and messengers as they either begin to blackmail or send in ransom notes to said family members. And even if they do end up caught, they are never truly actually caught. ISFP, much like the INFP, also potentially dangerous, they've, but they've got a more twisted idea on the sense of love. Unlike the INFP who actually does want to keep you around and will probably kill you and themselves right afterwards, the ISFP is more of a twisted idea of love and beauty, perhaps even both. The victims don't need to be alive. <laughs> they just need to feel them, feel their blood, and beating heart. And yes, this could mean literally, likely strong into S&M, but without the safe word. As their screams are music to the ears and their blood a way to paint, sometimes even the bo victims' bodies themselves. And let's face it, 
a very twisted version of self-expression. ESFP, desperate, perhaps a bit delusional, wants love and attention but can never get it, always constantly avoid it until they finally snap. Once done, they will become a serial kidnapper and bring people to places where they really don't want to be. The madness in this kidnapper will likely cause a fair bit of harm, and some apolo with some apologies directly after, and, and things forcing things it considers fun onto people a perfectly acceptable thing to do. Also most likely to be the one saying, See? Aren't, aren't we having so much fun, guys? Aren't we having so much fun? While being littered with a bunch of piles of bodies. Hmm. INFJ. They have seen the signs and the stars. They have seen the omens. They have seen the signs. Strongly believes that imminent doom is coming down upon us all. So therefore, step into my bunker. They will bring in the people that they love, convince other people to come in. It is their safety they hold at utmost, and their safety they will keep underground in a bunker until they perceive that such threats have disappeared. ENFJ, the cult leader, likely will have convinced a group of teenagers or young adults that they are a god amongst men and they are to be worshipped, will likely lead them to also an abandoned area much like an INFJ and then continuously manipulate and indoctrinate them into believing that they are who they say they are even though they are not. As such, these teenagers would become their most devoted acolytes and follow the will of the ENFJ wherever they go, thus kidnapping more people for the ENFJ to indoctrinate. For after all, that ENFJ is to be worshipped and obeyed, and anyone who does not is to be Moving on, ISTP, don't travel in the woods alone at night, for there is one out there who sees you as a thrill of the hunt, a game if you will. They have their own little special cabin in the woods, yes, like that cabin in the woods. They are going to set out to hunt you, to capture you, and then to keep you alive as some kind of twisted trophy for their hunt, for their catch. And after all, for them it is far more interesting to keep you alive than to have you be dead. <laughs> ESTP. This one has kidnapped somebody who is important to their arch nemesis, the hero, if you will. Why? To fight them, of course. Why? The hero has eluded them so long and so far, it is time that they have their epic showdown. So what better way to get their epic showdown than to kidnap the very person said hero loves? And if the hero doesn't arrive, well, they'll just have to push somebody off of a cliff. Now it's not like they're actually going to do that because they are fully intending for the hero to arrive so that they can have their epic showdown that will be written in the pages of history. 
ISTJ, likely one of the minions. For them, it is just a job. They do not question, or maybe they do question, but they don't think too hard about it. They are, they have been very loyal to these people for a very long time. And they're not going to break that loyalty. They've gone through the same routine, gone through the same patterns. What bother is it for them to change? For them, kidnapping you isn't personal. It's just business. And then ESTJ, much like the ENTJ, probably runs some kind of mafia group. Maybe a Yakuza or the Triad or whatever you will. This type has probably kidnapped you because <laughs> you're the idiot who decided to, shall we say, borrow from some loan sharks. Or maybe that's not you that they kidnap, but somebody that you love. And if the loan isn't paid back to said loan sharks, well, what's a finger or two? Anyways, that has been it for the MBTI types as kidnappers. Do tell me what you think, and if you like my content, do be sure to like, share, and subscribe, and I will see you guys next time for a hopefully not as dark video. Until next time, bye-bye.